Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we have uh, Steve Sir... Oh, God. Sir Whiskey, Sirski... I don't, I don't know how to say his last name, which is sad because Steve is actually a close friend. I've known Steve for many of years, uh, and, and this is such a great excuse just to catch up with an old friend. And why not invite a guest host, Bo Pierce, who has been on the show... Once as a guest, once, uh, I believe, as a guest host with uh, Tom Mullen of Washed Up Emo. But uh, the three of us were all really good buds, and we just generally love each other. So uh, we all kind of talk to each other sporadically. Or Actually, I just talked to Bo on the phone the other day. But uh, we, I haven't talked to Steve in recent, so I was like, hey, come on the podcast. I miss you. How the fuck are you? Steve's a really cool guy. Steve and Bo are both big nerds, uh, and they know that, and love video games. So I was like, all right, they got that in common. So I met Bo and Steve the same way. Uh, we were all camp counselors at a wonderful organization called Hope With Heart. They have a website, hopewithheart.com. It is a nonprofit organization which provides a free summer camp experience for kids with uh, heart conditions, such as myself. I was actually a former camper. Please go to the website, hopewithheart.com. They accept donations. And if uh, money is not something you can part with, I understand. They also uh, have a thing with the Amazon Smile program where if you go to their site, hopewithheart.com, and follow the link for Amazon, anytime you buy something on Amazon, like 0.05% of their profit will go back to Hope With Heart. It may not sound like a lot, but a lot of people do that. That's, that's really huge. But I just generally love both of these dudes, and I don't, I'm not afraid to say it. And we had a lot of fun, and it was just a great time. Uh, in terms of news with the podcast, uh, the most recent episode of uh, Going Off Track, which is, uh, I think if you listen to this enough, you know I talk about that podcast just a little bit. Um, in the next, I think, few weeks, there'll be two episodes. We're going to have Stephen Smith and Jonah Bear are both going to be guests on the episodes. And uh, So I got to interview both of those dudes. It's going to be two separate episodes. And they were as nice as could be. And so I was listening to the, if you listen to this in real time, uh, the episode 156 of Sam Cohen. I was listening to it, driving to the grocery store. Episode ends, and then Stephen and Jonah just start talking. And I don't know, I'm just like half listening. And all of a sudden I hear Chris from Let's Chat, and I like go back, and it was me! They were, they were cool. They gave me a shout-out and had a nice time on the podcast, and I can't wait to post those episodes. So keep on the, make sure you hit subscribe. Check out this show on the Misfits Network uh, because of the wonderful podcast network, the Misfits Network, that I am on. Uh, our episodes are available now on SoundCloud and uh, on the Misfits Network webpage and uh, also squarepop.com. Uh, we're on Facebook uh, and Twitter at Let's Chat Podcast. Come on the show. I don't know who you are, but just come on the show. I It's been great. I've been next. So I was recently a guest on two podcasts, Ignoring Movies with Adrian King, who has been on the show, and I've been on his podcast, Adrian Has Issues, and uh, Hydrate Level 4 with Peter, I'm bad with last names, but he was also on the show, uh, both are movie podcasts, so the Ignoring Movies with Adrian and Will, funny dudes, we watch Wolverine Origin Story and just fucking make fun of that movie because it's terrible, and with uh, Peter on Hydrate Level 4. We review Alvin and the Chipmunks movie because that was the movie I picked. Because why not? And it was a ton of fun. And listen to those podcasts. Those dudes are awesome and they know their shit. Anyway, get in contact with me online. It'd be great. I have some great episodes. Like I said, Stephen Smith will be coming on. 
Uh, Jonah Barrow will be coming on. And next week, we're going to have Jessica Park. She's an actress, and she was actually in the new Netflix series, Daredevil. And yes, we talk about it a lot. So, let's get to it. Well, first off, we should maybe introduce who's who. I'm Chris. Uh, I'm Steve. <laughs> JK, I'm Bo. <laughs> and I'm Bo. So Bo, Bo's <laughs> been on once as a guest, once as a guest host. And Steve, we've been trying to do this for a long time, so um, thank you for finally for sticking it out with us. And um, yeah, I'm so sorry. We were Even though I'm 20 to minutes late. Yeah, you know, you, you you'd be surprised. Uh, one time I recorded an episode with Eric Franchello that no one will ever hear because he never sent me his file, so that never existed. <laughs> so I'd rather have someone be late than just put all the work into it, and then never be able to put it out. Oh, I, I was willing to come on, you know. Yeah. We got there's a lot of stuff we could talk about, so Yeah, um Hopefully. so we we all worked at Hope with Heart together, which is uh for people who don't know, camp for kids with heart conditions. None of us I don't think really have I mean, we don't go there anymore. I mean I'm we're all like thirty, so I can't. We're <laughs> <laughs> old. Oh my god. Dude, Steve. So this is part interview. It's barely an interview. It's really just going to be more of like phone ch- an excuse to catch up, and then, believe it or not, someone will listen to it. One of my <laughs> favorite fucking memories of you uh, is when you got us to see Superbad the night before it came out at the at that theater in uh, West Milford. We went to the diner, and then we saw a midnight preview of Superbad with like just the people who worked in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Who was that? That was so long ago, man. I don't remember. I think I know like it was Sean, you. Ken, and like Sabanko, and like because it was like whoever happened to be off that night. It wasn't like we had planned it the whole time. It was like a real last minute thing, and we ended up getting in at like four o'clock in the morning, like maybe like two or three in the morning. We're like, Fuck yeah, it. it's a free movie. We gotta go. <laughs> and, oh, and then like, Super Bad ended up being like such a great fucking movie. It was awesome. What a great movie. Yeah, so, I, I love but, those. I love that movie so much. But like, uh, that's my that's like my memory. Because like, I think the first but that year movie theater all... closed down. They actually closed it. It has been closed for like three years now. Oh man, is do you still live in that town or that area? Yeah, I still live here. I still live really close by. So, but they closed it down, and now they want to turn it into a some kind of clothing store. You know. Huh. I like that movie yeah. theater. We used to take the kids there too. Did we see Barnyard or some shit? But I remember falling asleep during it. Everything yeah, we all turned, fell asleep. Yeah, everything always turned into an excuse to have a nap because you stayed up stayed up and out way too late at a diner or at the shop, right? You get like two hours of sleep a night. Yeah. That was it. What town do you live Dude, in? Even my last year at camp, I, I took a nap with Nolan. We, we oh. napped on each other my oh, last year Nolan. at camp. I miss Nolan. I miss everybody. I... I feel so bad. I want to get involved in some facet. Yeah, no, I would love it if I had if I, if there was something I could actually do, I would totally do it. And if there was like if that was something that was even on the table, I don't know how far away I live from Warwick, New York anymore. It's probably like four out five hours. Yeah, something like that. So I remember I saw Amanda and Jeff. 
and they live in I don't know what Branchville. Is that near Warwick? Oh, I don't know. Steve, I think Steve knows that area better than I do. And that was an hour from Victoria's parents' house, an hour plus. And there was still a lot more of New Jersey. Hmm. We're like right on the edge of New York and New Jersey in this area. Because Warwick is New York, and then, you know, West Milford's right down the street from there, basically. So. Uh, do you still see Sabanko at all? Actually, um, he worked with me for like two weeks oh. at the job I'm at now. I got him a job there because he was working at uh, a Tiger Mart. And I saw him like a year or two later after we stopped going to camp. And I was like, why are you working here? Work with me, man. He just came to work with me like a year later after he got his license back. So, And then he went to some like other job two weeks later. I got him a job, and he's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Oh, cool. Oh, at least he left for <laughs> a good reason, right? It wasn't like he was fired or some shit? No, he uh, he had a kid, so he's Aww. he had to get a job that had more hours. And, yeah, yeah. And, um, I hear you. I, uh, so the, it kind of helped. The job I had before this, I – Got, I worked there for about two and a half years. I got a promotion. So I was like a, a supervisor of like an independent living kind of group home setting thing. And then four months into that position, I quit and took a job somewhere farther back closer to home. So that was weird. It's But it's tough, right? Like when money and better hours and all those like factors, like you got to think about yourself. Like you want to be like be loyalty and all that stuff, but you got you to gotta think about you. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, everything's about money, you know, when it comes yeah. down, right down to it. Actually, sadly, me, the money was a big piece of it. It was an, uh, enough. But for me, it was like so I was working like almost an hour away from home and this job was 10 minutes from home. And then I was working like two nights, a couple nights a week and like some weird hours. And this was like Monday to Friday, like eight to four, not eight to five, you know, hour lunch kind of thing. like, you know, business hours, 10 minutes from my house, more money. And I was like, I, I can't say no to that. Like, I would have driven an hour to make more money, but like to drive less and not ha- and get paid more. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it was incredible. Was it for another group home, or was it just uh, no? Well, a di- totally different job. Similar, because um, you're an IT guy for I don't know something. Uh, yeah. Porn, porn company, maybe? Porn, yeah, porn company. Do porn no, companies we... need IT people? <laughs> I'm sure. They that's, need network server be... people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, There's got to be a niche audience there that, that needs porn IT people. Yeah, I had a porn, a retired porn star on here. I should have asked her that. <laughs> like, who does your IT work? Who does your <laughs> IT work? Uh, yeah. No, didn't come up. She was really, she was really cool. She's she's a comedian now, but she's super, really, very nice human being. I very much actually, she's the one that added me to her podcast network. So like, she's like my podcast boss, but not really because this doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I saw that recently. Congratulations, man! Oh, That's thank really... you. Yeah, I I, I don't belong yeah, on there. Congrats. They don't know it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys are like, yeah, but um, man. So yeah, I'm gonna jump around. You guys just fucking fill in any of my blanks. By the way, you guys see me like leaning toward the thing and then turning my head every few seconds because I'm picking up a toy and throwing it <laughs> for the dog. <laughs> so oh, anytime yeah. you see, yeah, I was wondering what you're doing. I'm like, what the hell is yeah, he doing? He's throwing this I, fucking thing. <laughs> I haven't had a stroke and like developed any weird habits and stuff, so it's. 
just picking up. <laughs> I don't have like weird ticks now or anything. So Steve, you were always one of those people. Like we never saw each other a ton. We don't like talk a lot, and I don't really talk to anyone a lot. But when every time I would see you, it always would divulge into you and I sitting down and having some weird long discussion for like six hours and walking away like, I fucking love Steve. <laughs> I know, yeah. We had good times. And oh my god! I hope to see you guys soon. Like I am going on vacation soon, so hopefully what? I can do something and get out of my house for a little bit and actually go see you guys. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm in New Jersey, not too off, not that on not that came out wrong. I'm not in New Jersey now. <laughs> I go to New Jersey a fair amount. My wife, I got married. Uh, I'm not gay. Told you. <laughs> uh, she lives. She's from Bloomfield, so her and my in-laws live down there. They oh, cool. So they belt, which. Which isn't to me, it's not far, but I forget your Jersey is a different New Jersey than she's from and Bo's from. Yeah, well, Bo's uh, he's in New York, right? You're in New York, Bo. Yeah, I am. I'm in Astoria now. Um, but yeah, I mean, even it's so weird how how small New Jersey is, but how separated, like, and how like it feels like it's these different the different areas are just you know. It almost seems like a different state. Like, I feel like the area like, Steve's from versus, uh, like, central New Jersey is just so, so very, very different. We're very backwoods here. <laughs> <laughs> was it true that you lived or in or near that town that, that was made for – there was, like – I don't know. The urban legend where there was, was like, a, a town for, like, dwarves? What's the right term? I don't know what to say. Oh, my gosh. Is that true? Midge, not midgets. That You can't say that. Yeah, it's for small people. That's what it is. Okay. Is, <laughs> small people. But is that, like, a real place? I, You know what? I had heard about this, too, and I just – I don't know. I know it's on this one road, the Clinton Road that everybody talks about. It's uh, in that weird Jeter's New Jersey house, right? book. Well, Derek Jeter lives, like – his house is right down the street from me. So not really down the street, but it's like five or ten minutes from here. Do you ever Actually, see him? I think um, what happened? Do you ever see him? No, I know some people do. He goes to like a church. He was going for a while to one of the churches in the area, and when he'd come, people would just come to see him. So he stopped going to church because yeah, people would come to the church. That's weird, right? Like I don't know. <laughs> he don't lost his faith because because of fans. <laughs> I, see, I don't know anything about the sports, so I probably wouldn't even recognize him if I met him. I, I wouldn't either. I live here, and I, I still wouldn't know if I see him. I, met I think one of the his, Dukes of Hazards lives here, too. The original or, like, uh, Ben Stiller? The original. Or oh, wait, no, never mind. That's I'm thinking Starsky Nutch. <laughs> yeah. I know when I worked at um, the Sears Hardware, he used to come into the Sears Hardware sometimes, and uh, you'd see him, so... I don't know if he was working on the car from the show, but because <laughs> every actor lives in that one role forever. We have I a lot of famous people in this area, so well, it's gorgeous and all fucking lakes and stuff. Yeah, and it's close enough to New York. Bill Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Ever hear this? No, maybe, maybe yeah. one day. I don't know. I don't think he knows how to use the internet. Dude, how about the roast of Bill Hurley at camp? That was like the funniest talent show thing we put that's a ever lot existed. Of... So, should we? Expel... You could explain what it was. So instead of uh, yeah, and feel free to like add details. So I don't know if I remember it. All. I I think I have it recorded somewhere actually. There's video. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, but um, I think. 
But all week we were, everyone was writing down jokes to to roast Bill Hurley, who was what was his official position? Treasurer of or? But he's also like the founder. Yeah, yeah. He's like the founder um, of this amazing nonprofit summer camp for kids with heart conditions, and it was free for the kids. And probably the heart of gold, but for whatever reason, we just made fun of him all the time. Oh my gosh! He and he took it. it. We oh, joked God. around though, but he he threw it back at us. Oh yeah, he knew how to lay it on heavy when he had to. Yeah. Like he's a, little... yeah. Yeah, yeah. But very sweet, lovely human being. But so, oh, so the talent show. That's right. We decided we do a talent show every year. We decided we were gonna do the roast of Bill Hurley. And then we had all this. I we we remember we had to ask Mary Ellen, who was his daughter, who was the camp director at the time, what we could do. And she's like, "You can do old jokes. That's the only thing you could do. Anything else is too mean." Because like you know, we couldn't. We were with, with kids. Oh, we we had our version, our jokes that the kids weren't even allowed to know. Like, <laughs> like, and it went from there. And it, we like, yeah, that was a lot of fun because coming up with the PG jokes and our jokes simultaneously. I remember Jesse coming up with a worst joke. Yeah, oh, we got to oh, get Jesse, him on yeah. here one night, too. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I'm just going to relive my entire past through this show, which is what I've been doing for. Um, I remember the kids doing really fucking good. Like, Jeremy had the best timing with joke delivery, and he did, like, he was like, yeah, he had the best, I, I was really impressed. Like, he did great stand-up, like, for what he did, for what he was doing. He's like... Bill Hurley is so old, and then he would pause, and everyone would be like, "How old is he?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it like when the dinosaurs farted? No, like <laughs> he, Bill he, Bill Hurley farted, and the dinosaurs went extinct. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much harder to write uh, like a PG joke than it is to write a uh, R-rated. Joke. Yeah. Do you guys listen to like Jim Gaffigan or anything like that? Uh, I like his stand-up. Yeah, yeah, me too. I like. I don't really like listen to stand up. I like to see it live, but I won't like just put it on and listen or watch. Yeah, there's only really a, I like to watch. Few. Yeah, I prefer watching. There's a few um, that I listen to, but that's about it. Who do you watch, Steve? I just watched Aziz Ansari. Here is it. Oh, dude, he's. I've seen him a couple times, and it's like he's hysterical. He's so fucking good. He was on Netflix. They just had, like, a special with him. They basically, like, bought everybody out because Netflix is the most popular thing on the planet now, and everybody watches it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I before we did this, I was just reading that, like, network television rating or television ratings have been going down on a decline, like, 10% a year. Like, li- live television view. Uh, but, uh, interestingly enough, like, you know, Netflix is kind of, like, can do no wrong in my eyes but like i love well i mean there's not a lot of places to see stand-up on tv like besides comedy central and you don't really see stand-up on tv as much but netflix is buying out all the good fucking people and doing great specials what is it live at madison square garden yeah 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 i watched a little bit of it um i've seen him twice and it's like my sides hurt when i left it was one of the best experiences ever yeah he's and both in like huge ass theaters and like it's hard to like you know really feel connected in a theater but he did it. He yeah, he's he knows what he's doing, you know. He's a he's also an actor too. He was on that show uh Parks and Rec, yeah, which is another great show which is actually ending. I think they just they're about to end the the season. Oh, it's all over. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, I haven't so. seen the last season yet. Or I don't know if Dude, I've seen all of the previous season too. Mm. I'll have to say that Parks and Rec is one of the very few shows 
that got better with age. Like the last season might have been the strongest season. Really? And their last episode like will bring you to tears. It's so well done. It's 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 I had to say that last episode's like perfect. Like it's just perfect. Okay. Like they uh they wrap up everyone's storyline so there's no like cliffhanger. It's just kind of like we know what you want. We're going to give it to you. Let's wrap it up and just you get to see these people like yeah, that that last season was great cuz what they did is um they skip ahead through they from was it season six to seven they flash forward three years so it wasn't the same story, so then you kind of kind of see what happened in those three years and then the future but it was really cool. cool. I definitely like to see it so don't ruin anything for it's me. On Hulu. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I just saw a Hubble. <laughs> I just saw half of a dog. Um, yeah, man, Steve, how have you been? It's been so long. I've been good. Just uh, you know doing my thing. Working, watching a lot of TV, so. <laughs> well, you've come to the right place. Uh, this is technically a comedy podcast, and I love comedy, music, and television. Those are like the only three things I ever want to talk about with people. Oh, good. <laughs> we got a lot to talk what about. What are you watching? Actually, strangely enough, I watched the old Pee Wee Herman movie, because I had heard they're making a new one. Netflix just bought all the rights to yeah, it. Yeah, with- Judd Apatow was doing it. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't heard anything else besides that. And then I heard there was another Ghostbusters coming out. But there are two. Yeah. There's two of them. It's going to be the female reboot and then the all-male reboot. Uh, oh, well, well Is it by, like, the same director? No. Paul Feig's doing the female uh, reboot. Who He did Bridesmaids and uh, Freaks and Geeks yeah, yeah. and all those amazing things. And I think that will be really interesting. Because I like reboots, but then I also hate them. So I think this is cool because it's like, it, to me, it's going to, I don't know. How, I don't know how he's going to do it. But in my head, it's going to be like a Ghostbusters. You think of, I'll think of it as like a universe, and this can exist in that universe without just remaking the same movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm so really excited to really see cool. both, though. I, I was always a huge Ghostbusters fan when I was a kid. Yeah, God, those movies are fucking great. Well, I, uh, what did you, oh, yeah. Pee Wee Herman. Did you watch the Pee Wee Herman movie? Was it Big Top Pee Wee or? I did not watch Big Top. I watched the other one, which is, I think, the original one. And I remember, I just remembered one scene from the movie where he's sitting in the truck with the the truck driver, and she's like, Bertha or Big Bertha, yeah. She makes that fucking face, oh. man. <laughs> I remember being I had a little kid, just that. shitting my pants seeing that part. No. <laughs> is that the one that was directed by Tim Burton? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't know if you listen to podcasts at all. Fucking find the episode of Nerdist Podcast with Paul Rubens, and he just is so fucking awesome, and it's all Pee Wee talk. It's everything you want to hear. Like, I didn't know much about Pee Wee, and it, by the end of it, you feel like you've done, like, read a whole fucking biography on that guy. It was so awesome. I'll have like, to check it out. Yeah. That's why I learned it was, uh, Tim Burton directed that movie, and he talks about how, like, how he found Tim Burton and fought with the studios and... I always thought it was a kid's show. I didn't know it started out as, like, an adult thing, like, at, like, Roundlands, and uh, it's so great. Well, I think the kid's show didn't come out until 1990, and then the actual movie, the first movie, came out in 86 or 87. So if you watch the original movie, you're like, oh, well, it's kind of not for kids as well as it is, because, I don't know, you got to watch it, and, you know. You know, it was, we were at work the other day at lunch somehow, it came up and it was, you know how he got like in trouble for like masturbating in a porn theater. Yeah. Well, that ended Which his is career. Like, but I think is that what Bo's doing right now? 
It looks like it. <laughs> sure looks like it. But you know, it's weird. That ended his career, but I was even thinking about that. To, like, we were talking about it at lunch at work one day. I'm like, that couldn't even happen today? Because, like, all right, first off, we were talking about it. How he, someone's like, oh, that Pee Wee, I can't believe he, he did it. And they're like, what do you do? And someone's like, oh, he got caught masturbating in a, a, a porn theater. And then, like, seven of us, all, like, the younger people are like, what's a porn theater? And all the older people are like, you don't know what porn theaters are? We're like, no, we grew up with the internet. Um, I never went to a porn theater. So I was like, yeah, of course he masturbated in a porn theater. Like, that wouldn't happen today because I got internet. Yeah, it's, like, creepy to think about it that people would get together and do that. <laughs> like, really, like, yeah, like, you had to go to a theater. Um, Man, so does that movie hold up? Yeah, it actually did hold up. So, you know, it's – he had a lot of animation. If you've ever seen, the, the like, the kids' show – they they obsess over claymation cartoons and all that and then when you go back and see the original movie that they still have that stuff you know it's it's pretty cool to see what they had done and to see what movies are now you know especially since like yeah. everything's cg now you know nothing's like let's make a real full on costume you know for a character everything's 3d and the new star wars is going to do all that abram said no cgi really oh, okay good yeah, so I thought that was cool. You know, if you ever have the chance, um, it's there's this phenomenal documentary called Beauty is Embarrassing about – his name's Wayne White. He's like – so I never heard of him either. So he's like the artistic guy. He was the puppeteer for Pee Wee's Playhouse. He did like the music videos for like the Smashing Pumpkins. He did like everything that you've ever loved behind the scenes, and it was like all about like all of his work. It fucking – it was insane. I can't recommend it enough. I, but yeah, he, oh man. I love that kind of stuff. I love all that, uh, you know, movies, CG, like not the CG stuff, but really like the costumes and the, the puppets oh, and all yeah. that. You know, we, you know, uh, I, I buy DVD, I buy DVDs so I can watch the special features. Yeah. Just, I do that too. You know, just, to, yeah. just to see I how they do Guardians everything. In the galaxy. That was a great movie, wasn't it? Oh, uh, unless Bo hated it. Guardians of the Galaxy it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I, no, I've only met a couple people who didn't like it, but I, I, I think that's the closest I've ever felt to like how people talk about seeing Star Wars as the kids that were alive in the seventies. Like, cause I was just like in love with that movie. I was so obsessed. I think I've watched it four times. I bought it. I just bought it again. Um, dude, it's so good. Like, it's not even fair how good it is. Like. I keep watching it, and I'm like, all right, I'll, wait, I'll get up to take a piss at the bed when it gets slow, but it just moves so quick from good part to good part to good part, and then it's over. Yeah, I think the first weekend that I saw it, I watched it at least four times. Like, McKay, every time McKay left, I put it on. <laughs> it's so good. I, dude, Chris Pratt, man, that guy can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. He was perfect for that role. He's the new Harrison Ford, but he's not a dick. Yeah, that's that's accurate. What else are you watching, Stevie? Stevie. Uh, <laughs> Don't ever call it Stevie Surprisingly again. enough, I've been watching a lot of anime. And I no, yeah, I watch it in Japanese. So, like, you know, when you watch something in a different language, you start to learn a language. It's starting to happen. I'm starting to learn a little bit of Japanese. Not not enough to have a conversation, but... Can you say anything and, in Japanese? Uh, konnichiwa. You know, you could, uh, you know, now you bring it up. I don't fucking remember anything. Yeah. Desu means, like, to... good.
was trying House of Cards, but man, it just this season was not for me. See, I haven't seen that show yet. I've been watching a lot of um, uh, Better Call Saul. Have you seen that show yet? Dude, I saw the first two episodes, but they don't. I can't watch it anywhere because I don't. Well, I could. I just don't want to pay for it. So um, I don't have cable. Dude, I'll Dropbox you oh, the uh, really? episodes so you can stream it to your Apple TV. Like, oh my God, could you please do that? Yeah, McKay and I are so like uh, are letting them build up because we don't want to just watch one. Oh, so. I watched the first two and it was incredible. Like, I you know you worry about like spinoffs and. Uh, there's, it's very rare that there's a good spinoff, right? Like, you have, like, The Simpsons and then, like, Frasier and maybe, like, Mary Tyler Moore show. But, like, well, I don't you know. Well, you know who writes for that show? The guy who wrote for oh, The Joe X-Files. Breaking... Oh, Vince Gilligan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he created Breaking Bad. So he's doing that show, too. He's doing uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, he had a cool story about, like, when Brian Cranston, he created the show like a decade plus ago when Cranston was on an episode of the X-Files and then just he's had this idea on his head for like years and years and years and then went back and got and, and tried to get Cranston to do it did you guys finish all of Breaking Bad or did you just oh yeah it was it's such a great series I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that's listening but if you haven't seen no it spoilers watch it. like if you if you watch it, you know he dies at the end. That was never, like, a surprise. Like, that's what I liked about the show. They were like, he's going to die at the end. You just don't know how. You know, but you, you look at him and how he transitioned from, like, being this innocent person to being, like, one of the biggest crime bosses and becoming an asshole. <laughs> you know. But then you see him little, die. I was a little jealous. I, I felt bad for him in the end, you know. Yeah, I'm just glad my Jesse got away. He'll probably be on the new show, the the Better Call Saul. Yo, I saw that it was going to be both prequel and sequel, so that way they can do that, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, they actually started after Breaking Bad, so. I would like. Uh, I I, I could I I don't want I want Walt to be dead. I don't want them to undo that, but I would like if they could. But like I don't know. I mean. Obviously, he knew Jesse Pinkman before, so it would be very easy to have Jesse's storyline in there. Well, he's Jesse's the one that introduced Walter to him, so. Yeah, so that's why it would be so easy to see a lot of Jesse. Yeah. For Walter, they'd have to, like, pull some dig deep that they were in the same room, which they could – It's those guys, like – because it's the same dudes from Breaking Bad, obviously. Like, they could do anything, you know what I mean? Like, I think I should never doubt Vince Gilligan and – oh, I can't remember the guys – the other guy's name. Uh, who's doing better called Saw with them, but, like, they can fucking do no wrong, man. You always post, like, weird, fun, crazy conspiracy theory shit on the internet. Uh, <laughs> anything good for us? Uh... Did you read that one? My brother showed me one. I didn't really get into it, but, like, how that plane in Malaysia didn't crash, but Russians stole it? Well, I had heard that um, they had... All right, there's a big conspiracy behind that, too that apparently the people that were on the plane had created a new type of chip that was smaller than the pin or the top of a pin. And this thing was pretty strong and they all disappeared. It was like 20 people that worked for like Intel and they were on that, that uh, plane. So 
I don't know much about what had happened, but I know that it was a fact that they were all working for this like electronic company and they made this new type of chip and then they just disappeared. So they haven't found any of the the what are those the the black boxes? They haven't found them. And yeah, yeah. I just heard the battery ran out on one of them too. They were talking about it on the news a couple of days ago. So. Oh wow. Yeah, they said that. Before it wasn't even charged. Those things are supposed to last like five years, or something like that. And they said that it wasn't charged, and they just now they're not going to be able to get the signal from it. So I don't think we'll ever see those people again. We'll never hear from them, or you know, that'll just be a mystery for the rest of eternity. Yeah, that's that is so crazy. Like I kind of like I really I remember reading a lot about the the theories and stuff. Uh, about it i can't remember yeah but it there definitely was a lot of passengers from that company on the plane and i remember being really sketched out about it I'm like oh my god it's scary that something like that could happen that's pretty cool um man i don't know enough about it man see this is like see it's kind of early in the night for us this usually has to be like two in the morning to get in these long discussions about that yeah. oh don't worry we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so are you like a conspiracy theory like so where do you stand on conspiracy theories like do you like to read them or do you actually believe that stuff happens um i like to try to debunk them uh, i think that's yeah. one of the best things that anybody can do is debunk it you know you, you don't want them to be true that's why they're conspiracies you know I think uh, one of the the biggest ones that I had debunked was this uh, this like brain mind control technology. You know, a lot of people think that's all fictional stuff, but um, there's these you know groups and organizations that actually do these studies of brain control. And you know, if you've ever heard of MK Ultra, you know that was a government program that was how to control people through mind manipulation and certain technologies. And there's certain doctor, there's a doctor named uh, Jose Delgado who had done research into how to take over brains using a chip. And I had posted stuff before about it uh, with how he would be able to control how the monkey functioned. He would put this chip in the, to the brain and he could literally change how the eyes would focus. He can control how the mouth moved. And he eventually went into how to, you know, put it into human beings. And he worked with mentally disabled people. And one of the studies that he had done was um, he put the chip in this guy to try to help him. The guy would just constantly put his hands in front of his head and then he'd wave him back and forth. And the doctor would ask him, like, why are you doing that? He goes, it's to get the sounds out of my head. <laughs> You know, and this was like real stuff. You know, this this had actually happened, and a lot of the stuff with MK Ultra, uh, there's still stuff going on with it. You know, they're they've been suing the government for years. You can actually go on YouTube and try to search to find the trials. They had one with uh, a girl. She was like 20 something, like 25, and she was saying how the government had made her like break kittens' necks and you know trained to be like killers like these this was all government stuff that was actually happening that they kind of don't want people to know about you know wait that's all true or that's a conspiracy no this is real stuff like these are actual trials that had went on uh, is this the men who stare at goats you're talking about no this is um 
Well, that's actually that was based on a true story. You know, the guy that was the main character was a real person, and he said in the book he had stated that you can actually blow up a goat's heart by concentrating hard enough. You know, you never know if that's true. But the guy was like 80 years old when they were doing the interview, and uh, they, you know, he was like, "Oh yeah, if you concentrate on bad thoughts hard enough, you will have the ability to blow up a goat's heart." It also took him like four hours to do it. That's what he had said in the book. So, oh yeah, now it's believable. But uh, yeah, you never know. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, you don't had know, a stroke or something, would... just staring at it for four hours. The goat's just yeah. like, what the heck's going on? I, 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 <laughs> if I were a betting man, I would bet that that's not going to happen. But it's still fun to think about. With MK Ultra, didn't they like they experimented a lot with LSD? I think in that. And, uh, yes, that was also another thing they did. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's a lot of um, – my mom has a friend who, like, was one of the people out in California that was licensed to give uh, acid to, like, is it soldiers or citizens at one point? Yeah. Like, she didn't do the acid. And then I – you know what? I always thought I made that up, and then I had seen her uh, about a, two years ago, and I asked her about it, and she's like, oh, yes. How did you know that? I never told you that. And I'm like, well, you obviously told me that. She's like, and then she's she's a little bit, I don't know, very unique human being. She's like, you must have just, I don't know. She tried going into some weird spiritual thing about how I absorbed that knowledge from her. And my mom's like, no, you definitely <laughs> Of all the things for me to absorb knowledge from, why would I absorb what you did in the 70s with acid? Because <laughs> I was probably like 14 and asked her. Um, but you know, Steve has, and Bo, we would and especially, um, so we all, Bo, when you were on, we kind of touched upon about a lot of the losses we had with our friends. Steve, you were a huge part of that because we knew a lot of the same people that we lost. Yeah. And it was, uh, the, after, like, Ken died, I remember, I don't know if it was, like, spiritual, but that's probably the close. I remember just, besides being, like, obsessed with death, being obsessed with this idea, like, Bo and I, we talk about it a lot of, like, energy and stuff like that because i remember we both uh i don't know if you're experienced but when ken died i like i didn't know he died but i knew something was i knew something happened like i'll never forget where i was like the exact moment like my heart just dropped and i felt terrible and i was like something is wrong and then i found out the next day that ken died and that's that happened to me and when nick died having when sean died like it's just happened before so that stuff kind of trips me out and it's strange because we're all like you know, when when stuff yeah. like that happens, you know, it tends to like rain or there's no sun out. And, you know, you know, you'd think uh, maybe that, you know, we have some kind of effect on the environment. You know, our brains do function in a way where we send out electrical frequencies. So, you know, maybe we do have some kind of, you know, latent you way of doing things. What's that? Is that us? Hey, hold on a sec. My smoke detectors are going <laughs> off. Take your time. Yeah, me, me and Steve will just chat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take over. Yeah, this is our podcast well, you know, now. <laughs> you know, Bo, I've actually been playing a video game, so now since it's just us and we are both really geeky nerds, uh, I've been playing Dead Space. Have you ever played this game? I Actually, yeah, I own it, but I've, I think I haven't even gotten through all of the introductory level and then kind of... I didn't lose interest, but I just stopped playing it. You have to pick it up again. It's it's almost like you ever see the thing or Event Horizon. You ever see those movies? Yeah. 
It's almost like cool. playing in those movies. <laughs> yeah. I like the different like sequences that you have to wind up doing. Like, like if a zombie grabs you or whatever they are, like you have to like stomp them out and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's interesting as you go along in the game, you actually see and learn more about what it is that's causing all the stuff that happens on the ship. And yeah. just to see the evolution of this thing is terrifying. Like, mind you, I'm playing this while I'm working an overnight. I'm shitting my pants playing this freaking game. <laughs> <laughs> and my coworker's um, like, what, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just being chased by monsters. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've, I've been meaning to pick up a non-Blizzard game lately because I've been – I don't know. Like, I'm just not – like the people that I know that still play the Blizzard games that I like, they it's like yourself included. Like you're playing on overnights and you know, or just at different hours that I'm not working. So it's like, oh man, like I want to play with you, my buddy Jimmy, and like just our schedules are so different, and it sucks. I'm also Alliance and you're Horde, so that does make a big difference. <laughs> yeah. But even if, like, we were on at the same time, I would probably bug you to, like, come play Heroes of the Storm or something like that. Like, just uh, just something that we could play together, you know? Like, well, just, we did just play the one. one time. But, yeah, so. that's just it. it. It's been one time. <laughs> and, it, like, our, well, our been, schedules uh, don't match. Yeah, it's just, you're right. It's, our schedules don't really mix well. But we'll, we'll play more. You oh, know, it's, we, we still own it, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I definitely I've been playing more heroes than anything. I like log on to WoW and do my garrison, and then I hop off and uh, do uh, do like heroes. Can you imagine if yeah, well, like we got we're into just the beta? This so and, and his house is on fire. Uh, he's back, so it's not. <laughs> I'm hoping everything's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my neighbor's cooking. Uh, the only reason I, I actually didn't think it was a fire. Um, I, uh, our, we had some detector issues that would, would just go off randomly, so I was like, what the fuck, this just got fixed! So, <laughs> I actually took over as the property manager, so that's why I was like, damn it, I can take care of this shit. <laughs> nice, dude. But you guys talk, your stuff is more interesting. No, we were talking about oh, video we were talking games. About yeah, video games. And, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Oh. We're in the beta, so we're, we're playing the game before anybody else really can. How? You just you get invited, you know. If you played enough of uh, Blizzard games, they just send you an invite to say, hey, "You want to try this?" And you go, "Okay." And I played uh, a little bit of Heroes, so and we were playing me and Bo together, and it's it's definitely in the early stages of being made. So I have a PlayStation Three. Does that make me cool like you guys? You're getting oh, there. Console gamer. Ugh. <laughs> I bought it uh, for my brother. Um, I don't have a computer good enough to play computer games on. I'll build you one. Uh, <laughs> eh, that's cool. I like The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> oh, EA. Let's not get started on the company that won the Golden Poo. <laughs> What's that? You don't know what the you Golden... You would love my brother-in-law, Steve, by the way. Yeah. Doesn't he... Him and Matt would get along. Video games and anime and... Oh, yeah. A fellow nerd. Yeah, no, I'm with you guys. I'm I'm pro nerd. <laughs> um, Did, well, all right. So I know GTA Five is like the what the bros play, but fucking GTA Five was sick. 
I'm waiting for it to come out on PC because apparently the company had uh, redid the entire game just for play- the 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 PC instead of you know the other ones. They're not releasing the same version on uh, consoles, so we're getting the one up on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, same storyline though, right? Same story, but I think uh, like gameplay wise, it's going to be uh, more so better. Yeah. My only complaint with the game was it was, like, too realistic. Like, I liked the GTA where, like, you could hit the car really hard into something and you fly through the windshield. It was, like, really hard to destroy the cars <laughs> and, like, uh, get, like, five stars on the police is kind of a little tough. Well, you could always play Saints Row. Is this, like, a seven-year-old talking? No, no. <laughs> yeah! Oh, man! They don't make that for PlayStation, do they? Uh, Actually, I think they do. I think they have the third one, which is my favorite. That's if you're gonna want a game that's kind of like the original GTA's, you want that one. You want three, because four kind of goes like way Saint, too far. Saint, I think I played Saint Rose one for 360, and I was obsessed with that game. It was so fucking fun. I also um, I went a little old school, did a little RPG action, the South Park Stick of Truth. <laughs> fucking awesome. That's awesome. I have been playing. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, yeah, but it's like a legit RPG. Like it's like. You know how South Park always does their parodies, but, like, to, they parody something so much that means they actually love it. Like, they actually know their shit. Yeah. Like, when you get to Canada, it's all an 8-bit. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I have not gotten that far <laughs> yet. Yeah, and the whole gameplay for that part of the game is an 8-bit. Like, it doesn't, they don't give up. <laughs> like, it's, so it's kind of funny. Like, you're playing, like, the old Final Fantasy. That's awesome. If you really think about it, South Park has released a couple games. They had uh, two N64 games. They had... Um, I forgot about that. And, like, you had to shoot something. Right? They had a first-person shooter one, and then they had a yeah. racer one that was kind of like uh, Mario Kart. And then they had, you know... I think they had another game, but uh, not really sure. I think they had, like, a small kind of one of those $5 games on Xbox that was a tower defense game. Okay. And that was it. I don't remember. I do remember a 64 one, though. And, um, man, speaking of, like, old ge- well, old games, when did PS2 become old? But, you know, that happens in life. PS2 is, uh, like, I used 10 to play years old now, man. Jet Moto. Oh, I actually I own the original copies of Jet Moto. Dude, those games, my neighbor, Matt Kopech, and I used to play that obsessive. We'd, like, get home from school and just play Jet Moto for hours. And that's, yeah. And now I'm like, now I think about the gameplay. I'm sure it was terrible and blocky. But at the time, I loved it. I like polygons. I still – I like that old-school look of games, you know. I think that's uh... – I love SNES, man. I bought all the – my favorite SNES games for my Wii so I could play, um, like, Donkey Kong and Super Mario and Streets of Rage and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I love Streets of Rage. Two is my favorite. I, I always like – That's the one I bought, yeah. That's, like, the best in the I series. Think I bought two. Or three. I don't remember. Three has the kangaroo uh, where you can fight as the kangaroo. Yeah, Roo. Okay, that's the one I have. <laughs> That's the one I had. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah. Fuck. That was fucking awesome. Um, so, can you talk? Do you have any cool work stories that you could share with about places you don't work anymore? Like you said on the the Faces book, because I think we've worked in various fields. I I used to work as uh, I, I worked in a kitchen, and uh, you know, I think everybody should work in a kitchen. I think everybody should get that experience. I was a dishwasher once. Yeah, that was what I did. I washed dishes. It. It's terrible. You get paid so low for the hardest work ever. 
Yeah. But it's a good experience because um, you won't bitch and complain when food takes too long to come out. You you get it. Dude, I know. Well, <laughs> I I, I kind of already feel bad for my kids that I don't I don't have kids. But when I do have children, because I'm gonna like encourage them to get the shittiest job they can get. Yeah. Well, it's a learning experience, like, you know. You you become yeah. humbleized from it. Is that if that's a word? <laughs> yeah. I I mean I've worked retail. I've worked in call center. I've worked on a farm at one. My first job ever. I worked on a farm. Really? What'd you do? I just I picked vegetables. That's all we did. <laughs> that's all my job was. You look at like you look at a farm. You look at like all these rows about a half mile to maybe a to like three-fourths of a mile long and there's like say like 20 of them and you get on your knees and you go all the way down pick tomatoes and squash or whatever and then you get to the next row and you do it again and you just do that for like five hours but you, like i said Dude, I, I did that it's humble work that was 15 years ago and i still look whenever uh there's a guy will who i really like at my job we're like we're work friends and um he used to be like a CNA or something, and so we always talk about things that we didn't like at other jobs. He's like, every day I wake up, I go – this is what he says. He goes, I wake up and I go, yay, I don't have to clean shit today, and then it puts him in a good mood because like, I've had jobs where I've had to clean up human feces. Yeah, so like, I, I do that currently, not as much as I used to because I work in a different house, but I still work in that yeah. field, and it's tough. you know. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. I did that for a year. I had to do it three times, so I just maybe I don't get the full right to complain, and and I I know p- there's people out there like, well, I have kids and kids are like that, and that's true. Kids are a lot of fucking work, but cleaning up feces that are not your child is a different experience, especially when they're if they're older, they're like thirty yeah, years if old, older than forty, you, you know, or like eighty <laughs> or seventy or sixty or seventy. Yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah. I I worked in a independent living. For uh, adults with, with developmental disabilities, and so we had five. We the agency I worked for, we had five adults, and they lived inside Section Eight housing. So we had five of them, and they all had. We had five of them. We worked with five adults, and who all had their own apartment in like a, a low-rise apartments of like 200 people. So it was like those five I had to work with, and the other 195 other people who happened to live there. And it, it was challenging, man. It was. Were they high functioning or uh, how like how yeah, high? Yeah, very high functioning. I mean, enough to live on their own. One of the people had a job, but, you know, they all needed, like, 24-hour support and help cooking and um, some bathroom stuff here and there. Yeah. See, I've, I've worked with all spectrums. I've worked with um, the highest functioning and the lowest functioning. So, And uh, it's tough yeah, work. It's, I don't have it in me. You know, you know, it's tough work, you know, and it's more of a mental thing at times. You know, that's how I felt about it. I'd be ready to be punched at any moment. Yeah, that's one of the bigger things. I remember uh, sitting, just sitting there doing nothing, clock, you know, you, oh, I just got punched in the face by a 250-pound dude. Okay, cool. <laughs> the Banco had, had some cool stories about that stuff. He worked in a, a company that they use stray jackets, so wow. yeah, he uh, he worked in one of, a hard, one of those hardcore companies, but, you know – they got to do some, you know, these, they're still people and, you know, they got to live. So. Oh no, I, I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. Um, how's Willie, man. Willie just got a job with me actually. And, uh, he just graduated oh, with, uh, his bachelor's. Wow. So. Good for him. Oh my God. Is your family still in the Boy Scouts cult? The, the, cult. the cult of Boy Scouts. Uh, my mother still works for the Boy Scouts. My brother, he uh, he's actually a leader in a Boy Scout group, 
Uh, I don't do anything with it. I, I just carry around the coin that they give you at the end of it, and <laughs> I can tie a couple knots, but uh, that's really it. I don't really, you know. Yeah, my father-in-law is a scout leader, and he's happy. Yeah. You know what? It's one of the greatest organizations in the country. It, you know, I, I think I can focus too harshly on their horrible policies against homosexuality. But everything else they do is wonderful. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. And I think I think they're coming around on that, to my understanding. Um, It's it's getting there. <laughs> you know, you still have those old but, scouters know, that are 100 years old, and they lived in the 50s and or the, the early 40s. They were racist and, <laughs> you know – that that's hard to get rid of when they're so embedded into scouts. So, yeah, with everything. But I mean, I, I this is almost like a libertarian view. But you know, it's a private organization, and they can do what they want. Yeah. And I also hope they get rid of those policies because I really like Cub Scouts. And like, I have to say, I had a really good experience in Cub Scouts, and that stuff I, that never even came up once. It wasn't until Boy Scouts where I started to hate it because like, it was all the kids that I went to school with who got picked on were like Boy Scouts. And then, like, it's like fucking, uh, what is that fucking book? Oh, God. Lord of the Flies. And uh. then all the kids who got picked on became, like, the cool kids in Boy Scouts and then picked on me. And then I was, like, just quit. <laughs> well, that's not cool. I'm done. I had a good experience yeah, with scouting, so. That was one troop in Meriden, Connecticut, and maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I also didn't like a lot of that stuff. There's, you know, there's the good troops, and then there's the ones that suck. You know, it does happen. It's with anything, yeah. you know. It always comes back to Simpsons episodes for me. Because I was thinking of Lord of the Flies. I was going to be like, you know, the Simpsons did an episode about it. I was like, oh, yeah, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down. I don't know why I chose to laugh at you. At your, You like just were like, oh, I got picked on at Boy Scouts, and I laughed. <laughs> That's fair. And Steve was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Steve's a good Steve's, person. Steve's a nice guy. <laughs> Do you, Steve, do you remember be, after Sean's funeral when we were getting pizza with everybody and the the guy who owned the place comes out and it was to you, Bo. He's like, uh, can I get a Coke? He's like, well, which kind do you want? I got two. I got I got the kind you drink and the kind you put in your nose. And we all awkwardly laughed. And then he's like stood there waiting for you to <laughs> yeah, answer. Yeah, he like totally expected me to be like, like, yeah, like he legit had Coke. He had to have. <laughs> he definitely had Coke. Uh-huh. Well, it was Brooklyn. It was Brooklyn, so uh, there's no question about it. <laughs> yeah. just, just asking like that seems a little weird, but I guess it's a business way of doing things, and uh, <laughs> hopefully he earns some money from it, I guess. <laughs> I uh, respect customer service. <laughs> I actually hate drugs, so – well, hardcore drugs, so. Caffeine? Caffeine, I think, Nicotine? is the worst. <laughs> Alcohol. Well, alcohol is fine. Alcohol, marijuana, and coffee. <laughs> I think caffeine. That's it. I drink coffee. I rarely drink alcohol. I don't smoke marijuana, so I'm kind of straight edge, but a lot lamer. Well, you, oh, you know that, that. Oh um, my god! I got on the news. So... Sorry. On the one second on the news, they have the they were talking about this new synthetic drug, which is just caffeine. It's like pure caffeine, and a couple kids died in New Jersey because they were snorting it. They said that like a teaspoon is like 30-something cups of coffee at once. 
What? It, it wasn't that, that drug, the synthetic marijuana that was killing people? Because it wasn't marijuana. It was just like, I don't know what the I don't, I don't know. I think the legal thing behind it, was stuff it is... You could buy, it was legal. You could buy it at the store, and then it kills you. <laughs> but, Bo, what were you going to say? Yeah, oh. sorry. No, it's okay. About being straight edge? Uh, no, speaking of not straight edge, <laughs> I I got drunker than I've been in a long, long time uh, this week, and it I'm I still don't feel normal. Uh, I went to that cursive show uh, that I talked about in the first episode I was on, and uh, Craig wound a uh, Sandman wound up coming with me. Uh, and we drank our faces off, and I really shouldn't have. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah, my like body still hurts from <laughs> drinking from the time I got off work until like four in the morning with Craig. And oh, Sam, man, yeah, it was that was really brutal. But Cursive was awesome, and I met Ted Stevens of Cursive. And uh, I bantered with Tim Kasher while he was on stage a little bit. So I was uh, that was a pretty fun. Who did they play with? A uh, bunch of people. Nighty Night, uh, um, Beach, Beach something. I can't remember. Beach Slang. And uh, another band. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, I saw them both nights. And it was really cool. I was really pumped. Does music come to where you are, Steve? No, we got trees and and that's it. <laughs> I just saw Dan Shields. Um, he's doing merch on the Gaslight Anthem tour. It's so cool. I think it's ending pretty soon though. No, I think he said he comes home on the twenty first. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. But, but when I saw him, it was like the second day of tour, so I didn't get to meet Gaslight. But he fucking texted me last night. He was bowling with some of the Gaslight dudes on their day off, and then they went to go see Taking Back Sunday. With Gaslight, and they got to see... I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it's insane. (laughs) Any parting words for either of you? Uh, Anyone that you want to call out, shout out, like, from camp, if they're listening? Which they're probably not. Uh, Well, they have a smile program. We can throw that out there. You don't know what the Amazon smile program is? No. Have you heard... Have you, you haven't heard of it? Okay, when when you uh, purchase something from Amazon, if you go to like Amazon slash Smile or something, and then the organization, they get like a percentage of the money. My company also has that. You know, Alpha has one, which is, you know, the company I work for. So anything you buy, anything that they have, like okay, you if you make a purchase with this item, we get this percentage of it. So. You know, look it up. I, I'm not sure what it is. I had seen it on Facebook. I don't know who posted it, but I know they have one, the uh, Hope with Heart. So, oh, that's really nice. I I I'll, yeah, I'll put an intro in the beginning. <laughs> Bo and I. Bo, is that a Doctor Who thing behind you, Bo, or just a uh, yeah, robot? No, it just as robots. No, it can't be. Oh, exterminate! Exterminate! <laughs> My wife is obsessed with Doctor Who. I think there is a trip at some point to go to that bar in Brooklyn that has the TARDIS. Yeah, I want to go. I mean, I don't like Doctor Who, but I'll go. I just love you guys. <laughs> I'll go, too. And come back, and both of you, just to both of you, but come back anytime, Steve. Um... <laughs> All right. All right, love you guys. Good luck. Godspeed. <laughs> Miss you.